Panther family, how we feeling, y'all? Hope you guys have been enjoying some of this beautiful Atlanta weather we've had here recently as much as I have. It's weeks like this that just get me so pumped for baseball season, so maybe I'll just have to have a player on here soon. So stay tuned for that. Now, let's get into it for this episode of the podcast. My guest this episode is someone who I consider quite the fan favorite amongst the Panther family. My guest on this episode is Mr. Tucker Gregg. Tucker seriously could not be a better guy and a harder worker, and I'm positive y'all will see that displayed during my interview with him. Tucker led the Panthers in rushing last season with 953 rushing yards, nine touchdowns, and just at five yards a carry. Needless to say, this guy is the real deal Holyfield. Tucker's another guy that could very well end up being playing on Sundays as well, so you probably want to get to know him now, Panther family. So now the time has come to sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of I Will State. What is up, Panther family? Guys, I have the living legend himself here tonight, Mr. Tucker Gregg. Um, If any of you watch the football team, which I'm sure most of you do, you have seen this guy run over about a million people so far. So I, I, I personally could not be more excited to have Tucker on. He's a great guy. Just talking to him a little off air. He just seems like he's got a great head on his shoulders, just like every other football player I've talked to so far. These guys are are committed, man. They're they're ready to take on all the, all expectations that they put on themselves this next season. So, man, I'm I'm just excited to have this guy here. Um, Tucker uh, is. I mean, I'll say the starting running back, I know him and, you know, Jameis Williams will kind of have like a tandem going there next season, but safe to say he probably will be the starter on the dev chart. So um, really excited. Um, can't, can't wait to see what this guy's got. Uh, but now I will go ahead and let him introduce himself and kind of say who he is, where he's from and all that good stuff. So Tucker, I will go ahead and give you the mic, my friend. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, as he said, my name is Tucker Gregg. I play running back here at Georgia State. Um, I'm from Murray County High School up in North Georgia. Not many people have really heard about it, but uh, it's a small town. But, um, yeah, man, I chose Georgia State because, I mean, it's a, it's a close school to my hometown, Division One, um, good competition, great school, great football program. And uh, Coach Elliott, um, whenever I went to the Georgia State camp, I mean, me and him hit it off pretty good. And uh, he, he let me know I was, I was going to have an opportunity here if I walked on. So. Oh, nice. Nice, man. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's definitely one of the themes I've seen with uh, interviewing all you guys is um, mm-hmm. Coach Elliott seems to just be able to build great relationships with you guys. And that's yeah. something that like mm-hmm. as a fan and a little bit of an older one at this point, you know, I'm, I'm about to be 29. So, you know, really? Uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, so seeing that it just like I, 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 I love it, man, because I know you guys are in mm-hmm. good hands. You know what I mean? I know we he's are. got got yeah. you guys doing what you need to be doing. And yeah, it just it just feels great. Um. So that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Well, we'll start it off with just a question that I ask everybody. Uh, it's pretty, pretty basic. Um, so I'm, I'm, you know, with being a student athlete, there's mm-hmm. obviously a lot of things that entail with that. Like I was just a regular student at Georgia state. Um, but mm-hmm. I know you guys get a, a much different experience and it's very earned at that. So, um, yeah. what is your favorite part about being a student athlete at Georgia State? Um, my favorite part is um, just the whole football thing of it. I mean, I, I love football. It's fun to do every day. Um, we wake up, we, we get to practice, we go to meetings. It's just fun being around all the guys here. And uh, we got a lot of good players 
Uh, I've grown a lot of good friendships with these guys over the years. I mean, this will be my fifth year, so um, I've been on this run with some of these guys for a long time. Bain, <laughs> yeah. This is the seventh year, so I've been with him ever since we both got here. Oh, yeah, and, man, the uh, grandpa. So, yeah, really just, oh, yeah, the grandpa. Yeah, just being here with those guys, though, and um, growing bond with them through these – this will be, like I said, my fifth year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been That's probably been my favorite part. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, man, I think it's cool, too. Like, again, you know, every every time I ask a football player that question, that's mm. that's their answer. It's just the relationships that you guys have built. And, yeah. you know, I don't know if I mean, uh, some people do realize – go ahead. No, I was just saying, I mean, we're together, like, every day. Like, all the guys are together every day. Right, right, right. That's all what I was about to say. All year, all year long. I mean, right now we're in winter workouts. We're about to start spring ball in two weeks, a week and a half, really. Now, I mean, next week's our last week of winter training. Mm-hmm. And then um got spring, and then we get a little time off, then we got summer, then we're back out of that fall camp. Right. So we're just right. together all the time. So I mean, you gotta learn to like each other. You might not <laughs> exactly. like some guys, but you gotta like it. you gotta learn to do it. So exactly. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. man. Like I was I was about to say, like, I don't think people do realize like how much time you guys actually yeah. do spend together. Like it's like, man, yeah, we, we spend, we spend the vast majority of time with each other, you know. So mm-hmm. um and that's, what that's cool, man. That's cool. See, because we get I mean, fall camp can be tiring. Right, he's right, like, guys, right. like, he's like, you're gonna spend more time with these guys than you are your actual family. So, like, this has to literally, be literally, family. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. no, man, that's that's awesome. That's good, you know, that you guys are able to be cohesive and mesh like that. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, um, you know, some teams that that isn't the case, and mm-hmm. you know, that's that's why they're not able mm-hmm. to have that brotherhood and that bond and go out there and you know, fight for each other on the field, yeah. So. And I, I can see that I can see that out of you guys. Like every home game, I, I sit mm. front row, like right in front of the sidelines. So I mean, I, I see yeah, you guys you like there, yeah. you know, if the offense are on the field, the defense is over here, just mm. having a great time. You know, talking about different plays, and you know, if if it's a blowout, which some of them towards the end of the season were, you know, they're yeah. just having a good time, man. Like the bowl game, I I just loved how much fun you guys were having, mm. and it was just awesome to see, man. So I'm, yeah. I'm I love it, man. I love it. Um, so yeah, so kind of going a little more about the Georgia state student athlete, I'm sure at this point you kind of have built up a few of these, but what would be your like favorite or one of your favorite memories of being a Georgia state student athlete so far? Yeah, there's so many of them. Uh, <laughs> let, me, let me think about it for a second. Uh, I like travel. I mean, traveling to away games is probably one of my favorite part, favorite part of it because, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. It's a cool little bonding time. I mean, you're you're right, right. playing somewhere. You're staying hotel together. Uh, bowl games are really fun, especially. I think probably the Arizona Bowl. Looking back now, has probably been my favorite experience. Because yeah, that must I mean, have been really cool, man. Even though we didn't win the game, it was a it was a cool. I mean, I've never been out west like that. So mm-hmm. um, seeing all that stuff, uh, getting to travel a little bit, that's been a really cool part of it. And uh, playing in front of these big stadiums, uh, some of these big state like Auburn, Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, UNC. Those have been some cool places to play against. And um, especially no, man, the Auburn when, game, it was loud there. And it was it was really neat to to play against a team like that. And I'm excited for this year. I mean, we've got South Carolina, North Carolina. Oh, yeah. Again, oh, yeah, North man. Carolina's coming here to our place, mm-hmm. too. So. Oh, yeah. No, man. A, I'm expecting a, a sellout at the park for that game. Yeah. Mm, that'll be a neat experience. Oh, yeah. Uh, but really, just, yeah, I mean, all, the, all the people yelling cool. will be for you, man. It'll, 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 yeah. it'll be different, you know? <laughs> um, but, yeah, the traveling – like I said, the Arizona bowl game was probably the most fun just because yeah, like, yeah. I mean, the next bowl game we went to is COVID and that kind of ruined everything, but yeah. um, it's still, it's still a good experience. So whenever we went, right, um, right, right. But it, it's cool to get to travel around and play the game. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm uh, 
you know, I've, I've been a part of those like big crowds at one of those big stadiums. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've even been to an Auburn game before, you know, being like in the crowd when it gets that loud, I'm sure it sounds like one thing, but when you're like on the field crazy, and it's man. surrounding yeah. you, like I can't even imagine what yeah, it sounds I remember, like, man. Uh, especially I, so Auburn had a much bigger fan base than UNC had, but UNC's uh-huh. fans were very, they, they were very coordinated in all their chants. And everything. <laughs> yeah. so like, whenever yeah. it was like fourth and one, like I know there's one play that was fourth and one, that place was rocking like really loud. Yeah. yeah. And um, that was probably an experience I probably won't ever forget because I knew I was getting the ball and all these people were just screaming and yelling. And like, right. it, was, it was crazy. Yeah. No, it's, it's almost like an out of body experience at that mm-hmm. point. You know, it that's really crazy, is. man. That's awesome. That's awesome. So yeah, so uh, moving on a little bit, still staying on the on the sport of football here. Um, so I know with some athletes, uh, this can be the case. So you know, just and I I don't know why, but I get the sense that you might be. But um, are you superstitious at all? Like, do you have any like pregame rituals that you do or anything like that? A little bit. I'm a little okay. superstitious about it. Okay, I, mean, I have to take a shower like before we leave to get on the bus to go somewhere. Uh-huh. Or before we start to get or start getting ready for the game, uh, I know for breakfast, I always try to get some pancakes in. That's my like, that's like my breakfast meal. I have to eat on game days and pancakes, there you go. And bacon or something like that. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm a little superstitious. Yeah. Okay. No, I, 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 got, I got that vibe from you for sure. <laughs> uh, I know Coach Elliott told us his. He's like, he said back when he played, he would have to like yawn like three times before he went to sleep. <laughs> You know, I do all this like stuff. I'm like, like coach, that's not, that's not superstition. That's OCD. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's what that is. <laughs> yeah. No, man, that's funny. Uh, with the pancakes, mm. I got to ask, man, because uh, I, I just noticed this a trend. Was that something you like since a little kid, you've been eating pancakes that Saturday morning before the football game? Like, was that always a pregame meal for you? I really don't know when it became one. I just kind of remember, I, I, I guess a few years ago, like, cause they, that's what they, like, they give us breakfast in the morning before the games and stuff. Uh-huh. And they always seem to have pancakes. And every time I got <laughs> the pancakes, I seemed to do pretty good. So I just kind of started doing that thing. I'd eat three pancakes every, every morning before the game. And there you uh, go, sometimes, man. like, there in, you those, go. in those, er- sometimes in those early games, that's all I have to eat. Like, when we have a 12 o'clock game, I'll just eat three pancakes in the morning and I'm ready to go. So there you go, man. Hey, man, every, every game I'm at, I'll, I'll make sure that you got those pancakes. If, if, if right, you haven't eaten them, I'll be like, has Tuck had his pancakes yet? Cause we, we need a big game out of Tuck today. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Um, so, uh, so yeah. So as I was mentioning when I introduced you, um, and you know, I, I, I got the sense that maybe you weren't super aware of it, but like, I'm not sure if you're aware, man, but like you are probably like, if not the favorite, hands down one of the most favorite like players on the team amongst the fans. Like when you, when you get the ball and just run, run somebody over, even if it's a three yard game, man, people, mm-hmm. that that's when people do that crazy. It's, like they love it. surprising to be honest. Say what now? It's kind of, it's kind of surprising to be honest. I no, I man, I'm that. serious, man. Like when you get the ball, like wherever I am, if it's with older fans, younger mm-hmm. fans at a bar, at the game, wherever, People are like mm. give it to Big Tuck like that, man. You are <laughs> you are the favorite right now for sure. I appreciate that. Appreciate of course, it. man. Of course. Uh, so like, um, I, I was gonna say like, is that something that gives you a little extra like level of intensity going to games, like fire you up a little bit? But you know, you're saying it's kind of surprising. So maybe you didn't really notice, man. So maybe no, next no. season you can kind of use it as a little fire of like, dude, these, might, these people. Yeah, yeah, like uh, give them a show, hit some more. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like I don't know what it is about uh, college football teams in the South, but the running back will always be like the favorite player of the team. Mm. Like I actually lived in Athens back in the day. Say what now? 
I said that's why I chose to be a running back. Like, right, right, before, right. Even before that, I was, because the running backs down south are always like seem to be the be the guy. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, like I lived in Athens when uh, Todd Gurley was at UGA, mm-hmm. and I'm serious, man. That guy, that guy was the king of Athens, like literally. Yeah, so. it was. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, man, that's that's funny. I, I I didn't know you never like really noticed that, but yeah, it's uh, no, I, I never you're, you're did, a favorite no. for sure, man, for sure. Um, I'll remember that. Yeah, and no, man, I think uh. You know, I'll, I'll touch on a little bit later, but, you know, I think a lot of people, um, at least the ones that are aware of your walk-on status, are just like, dude, this guy's mm-hmm. just a badass, man. Like, you know, to, to walk on and then, you know, mm-hmm. accomplish the things he's done and, and be the type of player he's been, like, it's, it's, it's hard not to have a tremendous amount of respect for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. I yeah, mean, it's, so. been a, it's been a – definitely been a hard – it's a hard path to take a walk Right, on, right, so. right. But I mean, I encourage a lot of guys to do it. Like, if you don't get any offers and, and you know you can play at the next level, that's kind of the only step you can take if you want to keep playing, you know? Right, right. And, um, and that's the step I chose to take. I knew I could do it and um, I knew what it took. And yeah. I'm glad I took that. I'm glad I took that route, though. Even though it's been a hard route, I'm glad I took it. So, hey, man, I'm glad it. And I can speak for all Panthers fans and, and say that we're, we're glad you took it too, man. And, you know, I'll say one more thing about walk-ons, you know, like, I don't know if some people realize, like, I'm not the biggest fan of the guy, but you can't take away his talent and what he's been able to do. Baker Mayfield was a walk-on, you know? So, I mean, if, if you're, nice. if you're, if you're a kid in high school listening to this and you're not getting many mm-hmm. offers, man, like it's, that doesn't that mean that your football playing yeah. career is over with by any, he by any means. Twice too, didn't, he? didn't he walk on? Uh, yeah. Walk on Tech? twice. Exactly. He walked he on at twice, Texas yeah. Tech and Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's crazy, man. And now number mm-hmm. one overall pick Heisman winner, you know, mm-hmm was a couple plays last season away from getting his team to the Super Bowl. So, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, you walk-ons are always just, you know, such, you know, great stories. And it's it's always easy to, you know, mm-hmm. fall in love with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, sweet, sweet. Um, so we'll, we'll still stay on football a little bit. Uh, <clears throat> that's, that's most of my questions are, are about football. Try not to ask as much about the X's and O's, mm-hmm. just about kind of how it mm-hmm. feels to be a, a Georgia State football yeah. player. Um, but this next question, I know, uh, you guys are one of the position groups that actually had a coaching change here soon. So I'm mm. sure you guys will probably miss Co- uh, coach Ellington. I know he's, uh, obviously a little bit Damn. younger of a guy yeah. on the coaching staff. So, you know, I'm sure you guys mm. were able to just in the running I mean, back room, have, have a good time. I played, with him for, I played with him for two years. So I just exactly. Him exactly. I like, yeah. I was like, you'll be my coach eventually, I guess. I'll call you coach <laughs> one day, but not right now. Yeah, now he's going to be coaching Aubrey, which is just even crazier, man. Which is weird because Aubrey's older than he is. I know. know, That's even weirder. (laughs) It's just weird, man. Aubrey, Aubrey's like, uh, I don't know. He's gonna he's gonna be an interesting character on the team next year because he's gonna be the the clear cut leader. You know what I mean? So, oh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but I think he'll step into that role perfectly. That one more time, sorry. I, I was just joking. I say he might get another year. You never know. Might get eight <laughs> yeah. I can see it at this point, man. You never know. You never know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah. So I know you guys are switching from Coach Elliott. Uh, you know this season, but um, you know I've seen videos of Coach Nagavi, and he just seems like just such a character in the best way possible. He's a, like, he's a great guy. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. He's so uh, are you guys guy. pretty excited about having him in the room with you guys this year? I'm excited for it. I mean, yeah. it's going to be interesting because he's he's coached O-line forever. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And uh, this will be his first time coaching running backs, I'm pretty sure. And so, I mean, it would be a great time for me to learn a lot from him because he's an O-line coach. So, he can right. really tell me 
help me understand, I guess, where the blocks are going to happen a little better. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know where they're going to happen, but he's going to probably get a lot more detailed in it, which will be interesting to see. Uh, definitely. definitely. Get a lot more detailed and, you know, the fronts, the defensive fronts and all that. And right, where the right. ball will possibly get where the, this front or that front. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm excited for it. I mean, he's a great dude, great coach, and uh, I'm really pumped for it. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I, I get the same sense, like, uh, with him being – and I, I think this is obviously why they made, you know, him go to the running backs coach is because w- with him having the offensive line experience, like, mm-hmm. he's going to be able to give you the perspective of the offensive lineman yeah. and say, like, this is what mm-hmm. they're seeing. And, you know, you guys are going to be able to basically – see the same things together and that's going to create mm-hmm. some, some, some holes for you guys. So I'm, I'm it excited, will. man. This is, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. Awesome. Uh, so I did have to ask this question, but you know, before we got off of football, um, uh, you know, I know it wasn't the result we all wanted overall, but man, how, how big of a badass did you feel when you ran that 50 yarder in at Auburn before the half, like, I mean, I lost it where I was like, I, I unfortunately didn't make it to the game, but man, yeah. like, I don't, I don't think I've ever, I, I, I think I like threw my shoulder out. I, I celebrated so hard. That was, I can't even imagine what it felt like for you to do that. So how, how did that feel? Dude, I, did, I, I don't even remember anything. Like crossing <laughs> the goal line. I remember crossing, I remember breaking, I remember being at, like right on the 20 yard line and like, that's when it hit me like that. This is actually happening right now. Right. Uh, the the first run I had though when I the the first run the fifty four yarder or whatever uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, in the first quarter, that one was probably the biggest shock just because that was my second carry of the game and I just did not expect to be that wide open. Right. And you could tell in my face I was very like tense and tight. Right? Yeah. I yeah. Was like, oh no. My God, no. I was gonna say that. I was gonna say that. The fifty yarder. You could tell you're like you yeah, were just so tense I was, and I was like, dude, he is booking it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I would have been as tense, I probably could have took in that one, taking that one to the house too. But uh, yeah. that was just so like shocked just because, I mean, 100,000 people screaming at you. Right, right, right. It's a, it's a different feeling. And uh, yeah. to be that wide open against them, that was crazy. But uh, no, that 50-yarder, I finally loosened up a little bit on that one. It's funny because the play or the series before that, when the defense is on the field, mm-hmm. our offensive GA, Will, came up to me. He was like, dude, you just – you don't have the extra little boost, do you? Like talking about the 54 yarder, I got chased down. I was like, I'm going to break one this next drive. I promise. I'll there like, you go. I'll, I'll, there I'm going to show you. And there you go. Malik blocked that. that it, the play went out perfectly. Like that's how it's Yeah, no, no, Malik, it did. It did. Malik yeah. worked up to that linebacker, and I just had to make one cut off of him. And mm-hmm. that was just a perfectly drawn up play. So, oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. crazy, though. Yeah. No, I can, I can, I can only imagine, man. Like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure it was one of those. Well, I mean, I, I heard it. You know they're yelling as you run it, but once you cross the goal line, like starts dying down a little bit with the noise because they're it's starting to sink in. Like, mm-hmm. man, these guys are up on us going in the half. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I, I we should have won that game, but hey, we should have won that game. Play, <laughs> I played here and there, and we'd have won that game. But, uh, right, exactly, exactly. But I hate hey, looking back on it sometimes, but it's whatever happened. I mean, what happened happened. <laughs> right. No, it, it was a heartbreaker, man. It was. Mm-hmm. It was. But you know what? I think it just. Um, I think the the team was going to make a turnaround no matter what, but I think, you know, Mm. competing against Auburn like that, almost pulling off that win, I think, you know, and I'm not going to speak for the team, but you can, you Mm. know, speak on it if you want. It just felt like the locker room kind of like rallied around the idea of like, guys, we're a Mm. damn good football team. You know, we, we, we can Mm. compete with some, some big name schools. Some of the best guys out there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm. So Auburn has ranked what then like number, what were they ranked when we played them? 
it, it was it was top it was top 20 i know uh, they weren't like yeah. 22 or so, it was like 17 or something like that you know like mm. 16 or 17 you know mm. um and then they even like a few weeks later were all the way up to like nine or ten you know what i mean yeah, like, hey, yeah, yeah. so so it, it was just one of those i i just felt like a, it was a, a big game changer exactly like exactly mindset wise like uh, I know back when we played Tennessee, like we went into that game knowing we were going to win that game. Mm-hmm. And uh, after we played against Auburn, even though we lost, we still had that feeling. Like we had that same feeling almost like we had against them. Like we knew right, we, could, right. we were a good team. We knew we could play with these guys. And uh, honestly, I wish we would have played them again. I think it might have been a different story. Oh, yeah. Um, Me too. I really too. wish we would have played North Carolina again. I feel like the North Carolina game would have been a different story. I know the scoreboard doesn't show it. But we, I mean, we were in it at halftime. We were only. I was going to say it was like thirteen to ten or something at halftime, man. Like it was a yeah. One we were only down thirteen and a half. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I really wish we could have played them again because I feel like been, we're, we're going to get to play them again. I guess. I mean, this right, year, right. So, yeah. Uh, no, I'm excited about that one, man. Because mm-hmm. um, as long as ESPN, you know, is fair to us and doesn't give us like a noon time slot, you know, there should be a lot of national viewers like just watching mm-hmm. it on TV. Um, you know, I, I, I predict a lot of Panther fans showing up for that one. And mm. I just, you know, it being, <clears throat> I think I'm going to go in and make the prediction. Now I think we're going to beat South Carolina in Columbia. I think so many guys on the team are from South Carolina. Mm. Coach Elliott is from South Carolina. I don't think South Carolina, like the team itself understands that this game is pretty important to Georgia state. So I actually think we're going to pull off the upset against South Carolina. I'm, I'm predicting it now. Schools are too. Say what now? I said a lot of these Power Five schools are like that too. They don't they don't really think about exactly you know, the group of five teams they got to play in the first few weeks. Right, right, exactly. Uh, they try to exactly. they kind of brush those out of the way, thinking they're just going to be an easy game. And mm-hmm. nowadays, I mean, you see Cincinnati made it all the way to the to the uh, playoffs. I mean, mm-hmm. group of five teams aren't like just they're not just run over teams anymore. Like you actually got to prepare for them. Oh yeah. I used to back, like used to maybe 10 years, 10, 15 years ago. That's how it was. Like they're they're just going to run over them no matter what. But now, I mean, all these teams are starting to be a lot better now, especially like these group of five teams. Mm -hmm. Like they're not just blowouts. All I mean, some of them are, and some of them are going to be, but some of these games have been really close lately. And a lot of the teams have actually beaten some of these power five teams as you've seen. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I mean, uh, I think, you know, you could probably say that it was the American, excuse me, American Conference last year, but now with them losing Cincinnati and mm-hmm. UCF and I think it was Houston to the Big 12. Um, I think now, man, you can yeah. say confidently that the Sun Belt is the strongest group of five conference. It really and is. You got yeah. App State, Coastal Carolina, Louisiana, Louisiana. and now, I mean, I, I'll put us up there. Like, we're, we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're proving that we're, we're going to be right there with, with the best of them in this conference. And – and I just, I, mean, I don't know, man. Beat, I, we should have, honestly, we should have beat Louisiana too. I mean, that was, I know, exactly. Like we had that one. So, I mean, I would put us definitely up there in that top three range. Yeah. No, I mean, We're I, not I even think the number one team. I mean, I, like I said, I think this will be the year we win the Sun Belt. Oh, yeah. No, I'm going to agree with you on that, man. I'm going to agree with you on that. I think with Louisiana uh, having a new head coach, um, Coastal, Coastal will still be good. I'm not going to knock Coastal. It'll it'll be damn weird seeing Sam uh, in a coastal jersey too. But hey, it will be. Yeah. But you know, again, that's a guy. Like I said, he's from South Carolina. So when you know when he announced that he was transferring to mm-hmm. coastal, like I didn't, I, I couldn't, I couldn't act like I was that shocked. You know what I mean? I was just like, yeah, mm-hmm. man, he, he wants to go back home. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, man, I'm 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 excited about this season. I I like I said, 
went into all this saying that we'll beat South Carolina. So I think that game against North Carolina is going to be um, nationally televised on one of the ESPN, ESPN or ESPN two, and hopefully a nighttime game because mm-hmm. we're going to be like, dude, Georgia State just beat South Carolina. Like this team is, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know, because I'm saying like as long as ESPN gives us a good time slot, the exposure mm-hmm. that could give the program is just you know bar mm-hmm. none, you know. So yeah. Um, awesome, man. Awesome. Um, <clears throat> okay, sweet. So, uh, moving on, we got, got a few more questions here for you. Um, I, I kind of was uh, touching on this a little bit earlier, but, um, I'll say it again, you know, you know, many may not know that you actually did start on as a walk-on, uh, the ones that do, mm-hmm. like I said, they, they, you know, admire the, the hell out of your story. Uh, but mm-hmm. now, and I don't even know if you knew this. I mean, you probably do, but you're third overall in, in rushing yardage in the history of mm-hmm. the school. So to go from walk-on to third overall and have a whole nother season after that. So, I mean, hey, man, you're going to end up the leading rusher. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it, it's bound to happen at this point. So um, mm-hmm. to go from walk-on to leading rusher all-time at a program like that, a, a, a rising program in Georgia State, too, has it really like hit you that how like inspirational of a story that is? Like, I mean, you know, it's one of those um, things that, you know, guys are going to hear your story and really mm-hmm. take it and, and try and make it their own. Like, you know, like, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm serious. I'm not saying this out of a joke. Like that's mm-hmm. a 30 for 30 if I've ever heard of one, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like, has it really hit you? Like what, what you've done here? <laughs> uh, kind of. I mean, I make goals every year. I make goals mm-hmm. every, every spring summer fall i make a goal for like what i want to do either in the weight room uh what i want to like stats for the year you know just simple things like that and i make Mm -hmm. goals all the time like body weight um and it's not really a surprise to me because i've always kind of like i don't want to sound like cocky or anything no man you're not sounding cocky at all i'm trying to like i've been pretty confident about myself i guess Um, well, it sounds like you put in the work too. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, saying, one of those like, where like I'm, I'm working my ass off over here. So I know I'm going to get the results. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I've, I've done a lot of things behind the scenes that a lot of people don't see mm-hmm. when it comes to training mm-hmm. and training and nutrition wise. And, uh, so it doesn't really surprise me. Yeah. But yeah, just because like I make these goals and I know I need to set these goals and I know I need to accomplish these goals. And if I make make a goal, I'm going to do everything I can to to reach that goal and achieve that goal. Right. And, but, um, well, Hey man, you may not have them set yet, but what what are your goals for next season? You you got, you got an idea? Um, well, some belt championship, that's the first one. I want to win that no matter what, uh, rushing yards. I'd like to get a thousand yards. I mean, that's every running backs. Like, I feel like that's a good goal to have. Right. Right. Thousand you're happy with good milestone. Um, Yeah. I was like, I was like 45 yards off this year, I think. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. yeah, like I guess personal stats. Yeah. Like a thousand yards would be cool. Um, maybe over 10 touchdowns. That'd be okay. a good goal to start with right now. Okay. Uh, I'd probably set these goals later on, like after fall camp. Just kind of right, 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 right. Uh, hey man, I love how you instantly went to the like Sunbelt championship, you know, so mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's love hearing that, you know, as your number one goal, it's, it's not a personal goal. It's, it's a mm-hmm. team goal. So I, yeah, I, I yeah. love hearing that, man. I mean, everyone has personal goals. Everyone. Has right. Right. Goals, right. And that's, I mean, uh, that would probably be mine right now. I'm like kind of focusing on like weight room goals and mm-hmm. body weight goals and all that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, so, I mean, 
I guess it bears to ask, like, are, are you, you going to pursue a, a career in professional football? That's one of my goals right there. Yeah. That's probably the, right, right, the right, tip top yeah. goal right now. I'm trying, I mean, I know a lot of guys are trying, like every, that's everyone's dream to go. Uh, but I think I have a good opportunity. I know I have the work ethic to make it. I think for sure. I know actually. For sure. uh, yeah, for sure. It's just, would you mind being switched to like a fullback, like a Kyle use check or something like that? Yeah, nah. As long as I'm doing something, I don't care what I'm right, doing. Right, right, exactly. If they exactly. want to throw me on every special team to be a special team, I'll do, I'll do whatever they want me to do. There you uh, go. It's just about getting the opportunity, and that's just how, that's how a lot of it is. I mean, that's how I saw college football. I just seen one opportunity, and you're gonna, I'm gonna, you're going to get my best every day. So that's oh, how yeah. I see the next level at the same time. I mean, I know NFL sounds like a long shot to a lot of people, but really if you love the game and you love it enough to like – want to actually give everything you have to try to reach that goal. Mm -hmm. um, it's not that crazy after you kind of add everything up. Right, right, right. No, it's, it's a little more attainable than you, than you realize. Yeah. No, mm -hmm. I agree with you. Um, and Hey man, you know, I, I interviewed Jamil Muhammad last week. Same thing with him. I'll say it to you, like you guys just, you have the mentality, you know, like it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's not just the physical, aspect that they're looking at when you know they draft mm -hmm. these guys especially from smaller schools because you know i mean if you guys were at a uga or in alabama they they wouldn't even <laughs> look at you that much you know they just they would yeah. know all right they're good at football let's bring them on they, they're going to analyze mm -hmm. the smaller school guys a little bit more and when they do those mm -hmm. interviews with you guys you guys have an answers like that you know it's gonna mm -hmm. be like well hell yeah man like you yeah, said like, you know it's I'm like hey i'll do whatever that, you need too, me to do you know what i mean yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. I'm glad you saw that in Jamil too. Cause I mean, Jamil, he's another guy that he's one of the, he's one of the other guys on the team. I feel like has that mentality. Like he's for very, sure. for sure. Very like, doesn't care what you think about him. He's going to do the work and he's going to put in the work to reach what he wants to do. Oh yeah. No, man. Like so. he, he, he said it. He literally goes, I'm, mm. I'm going to play in the NFL. And I was like, yeah, you are. I was like, yeah. look at you, man. I was like, you're a freak. You work hard. You got the right mentality. Mm. I was like, and same with you, man. Mm. Like, you know, I have, I have all faith yeah. that, any of you guys on this football team right now, literally, I mean, unless you're a four stringer that I may not heard of yet, you know, you got to do a little bit of growing, mm -hmm. but any of you starters that I mean, are getting, that's a, I mean, you got to start somewhere. I mean, exactly, exactly. Like I said, but I'm I saying, that, you know, the starters, man. Chart when I first got here, yeah. It's just exactly, all that mindset, exactly. really. It really is a mindset. And I mean, right, it sounds right. cliche kind of, but and a lot of people be like, oh, like, it's just a mindset. You can't just say it's a mindset, but it really is. Like, that's all it is, is a mm -hmm. mindset. And you have, you have priorities and a lot of people don't understand. Like you might say you want to go to the NFL. Uh -huh. but is, your, is that your like number one priority is like, you're going to do everything you do is going to be based on trying to reach that. Right. And right. that's what I'm trying to do right now. Like that's my priority to do. I want to go to the NFL. So I'm going to do everything I can to try to get there. Yeah. And, well, Hey man, I, mean, I, I, I got all the faith in the world on you, man. I'm, I'm going to be seeing you play on Sunday. for sure. It. it might be in a Kyle Yushek role. Like, you know, I, I know they, they see white running backs and they're like, all right, let's turn them into fullback. <laughs> hey, <laughs> but, I'll know. play fullback. I don't care. Long exactly, man. Team. Hey, and honestly, mm -hmm. you know, fullback means, you know, you'll get those little short yards car carries and hey, man, yeah, exactly. there, there needs to be a fullback revival. Like I grew up on Mike Allstott. Like we, we need more of oh, that, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Hell yeah, man. I love it. Definitely. I love it. Um, so yeah, kind of, kind of moving away a little bit from football. Last couple questions here uh, to, you know, let my listeners see a little bit the other side of Mr. Tucker, Greg. Um, so a little more relaxed area of your life here. So what are going to be some of your favorite things to do on a weekend that don't involve football? Golf. Golf, Golf is uh, – that's my thing right now, yeah. Uh, okay. I picked it up like 
two years ago, me and one of our uh, old quarterbacks, Nick Dynone, or I guess three years now, actually, we uh, got the little four pass thing they have here in Atlanta where you can like play like four courses for free uh-huh. after you pay like 30 bucks a month, whatever. Mm-hmm. And we literally go walk like nine holes every day, like all the time. And uh, but my roommate right now, it's McKaylee Colorado. And we've been going golfing quite a bit now. Uh, I just texted Aubrey actually, seeing if he wanted to go tomorrow morning after our after our conditioning. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think I saw McKaylee tweet the other the other day that he beat you uh, in a round. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. First time, first time, last time. Oh man, I'm sure we he didn't let you get into we, that, we, did he? Oh no, he did not. That yeah, he tweeted it and put it on his Instagram <laughs> story, everything he could. Yeah, you're like, come on, man, I beat you all the time, and I never come tweeted. On, dude, like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's funny, man. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, that's cool, man. You know, I, I gotta, I gotta get McKaylee mm-hmm. on the, on the show here, here sometime soon. I know, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure you've heard this phrase before, but it, it's true for him too. The backup quarterback is everybody, all, all the fans favorite, favorite person. Yeah. Uh, cause yeah. I mean, you know, some fans, I, I have no idea why I will not name names. They, they don't trust Darren. They want to see McKaylee. And I'm like, all right, you know, um, mm-hmm. but I think, I think, you know, the competition that the quarterbacks probably have just makes them that much better. You know what I mean? Oh, it so, does. Yeah. You should, yeah. you should see practice sometimes. I mean, it's, it's nice watching a competition, a good competition with two guys that want the spot. It's always right. Fun exactly. To watch. I mean, exactly. no matter who gets a job, I mean, it's fun watching two guys like really put everything they have into it. Exactly. It, each other. Yeah. It's good to know that like, you know, God forbid this did happen, but if one of them were to get injured, like towards the beginning of the season or something, mm-hmm got a lot of faith that the other guy would step right up and, you know, play, play incredibly mm-hmm. well. So um, some people can act like it's a problem if you have two good, two good quarterbacks, but I don't, I don't believe it. It, it all mm-hmm. depends on if the guys themselves are okay with, you know, the, the roles yeah. they have in it. And it did not seem to be an yeah, issue whatsoever last year, you know? Yeah. No, yeah. no. And I mean, you saw how Georgia was too. I mean, they had two great quarterbacks. And right. Right. Enough, they won the national championship and it, it was all because they were both like, pretty cool with what was going on exactly exactly like i mean i remember seeing jt daniels celebrating almost more than anybody on the sidelines when stetson was playing well you know what i mean so and that's Mm. that's just good to see man because i don't know if that's you know just you know our our generation being a little nicer to each other than our parents were or what but yeah um it's just Mm. nice to see that that like doesn't seem to be as big of an issue anymore so yeah yeah, the egos can kind of be put aside and the, the, the overall goal, the greater goal can actually mm-hmm. be what's important. So, um, yeah, that's cool, man. That's cool. Um, so this one kind of a random question here, but I just kind of get a little vibe of you and, uh, uh, some of my listeners as well. So Tucker, mm-hmm. you're about to go on a six hour car ride solo by yourself. What artists, oh, genres, maybe even podcasts, what's going to be on your playlist, man? Like, what are you going to be listening to? All right. Podcast is either going to be the Joe Rogan podcast. Okay. Uh, music wise, I'm going to probably put on like a either a classic rock playlist. I like Metallica a lot. That's like my favorite band. Nice, nice, uh, nice. Metallica, any kind of like heavy metal, like uh, Black Sabbath. I like any kind of like old rock music. Okay. So I guess okay. some ACDC, some stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Van Halen, yeah. like anything classic rock. I mean, I'm pretty cool with that. Uh, okay. Like country too, any kind of country. Nice, uh, nice. But yeah, podcast, probably the Joe Rogan podcast. That's okay. the one I put on. 
Okay. Maybe, maybe Iowa State can join that too. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that was, that was not a shameless plug. It was, I swear it was a legitimate question. Um, <laughs> no, but, uh, but yeah, no. Um, awesome. I, I got, I got the vibe. I was like, I bet he's going to say classic rock, man. I was like, I don't know. Yeah, um, I think, thing, dude. I think yeah. it's your dad. Is it, is your dad Fred Gregg? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he follows the account on Twitter. You know, I've, I've had a couple oh, interactions he? with them. And I, I just yeah. any 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 time I see that I I get the get the sense that you and your dad probably rocked out some classic rock growing up. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, yeah we were supposed to go see a Van Halen concert actually back like I guess when I was like seven. Oh, and for some nice. reason like that's when I that's when I, we never went though. Like right oh, okay. when we, like, he was about to buy he was so he was about to buy the tickets uh-huh. and like right that's like right when I started to like rap music. Like, <laughs> I don't I don't I don't want. I don't want to go see that. I don't, I'm not really. Right, right, right. Now, now like, looking man, back, I lost looking, him. <laughs> yeah, now that he's like dead and stuff, I'm like, dude, come on. Like, that right. could happen to anyone else. Like, I'm so mad at my like nine-year-old self. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that's funny. That's funny. Awesome. Dude, that's that's hilarious. Um, Cool. Well, hey, man, we'll go ahead and wrap it up here. And, uh, you know, before you go, I, I, I ask all my all my uh, guess this question and just to kind of give a little context of what I really mean here is like, you know, um, you know, the question is what, what would be one thing that you would want my listeners to know about you, Tucker Craig? And like, is that, that you're like a family man, a man of God, like, are you easygoing, you know, you know, down to earth, fun loving, like what's, what's one thing that you would want my listeners to know about you? Uh, pretty much. I mean, I am a man of God. I mean, I I do what I can. I, I mean, it's hard to go, you know, on church sometimes. We have with football all the time and being in Atlanta. Yeah. So trying to find a place to go in Atlanta, I, it's been hard trying to find somewhere down here to go. Uh, but there's that. Um, I'm a big family man. I mean, I like going home and seeing my family. Uh, it's always good. Every time I get a chance, I mean, I usually go home a lot just to go see them, see how they're doing. Uh, okay. Is it about like an hour and a half up to North yeah, Georgia where you're from? Yeah, about an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah, about an hour and a half on uh, – yeah, about an hour and a half. Okay. Um, yeah, man. I mean, it, it's different moving into to the city. I bet, man. I bet. County. Yeah. I was uh, a little younger when it happened for me, but I, I came from rural Alabama. So, moving to a big city oh, like yeah. that, like – yeah. So, it, it was mm-hmm. – I was a little younger, but, yeah, you know, I mean, it, like being outdoors it was still weird for sure. Growing up, I always was like hunting and fishing up there, and mm-hmm. so moving to Atlanta is definitely a big different, uh, big different change. Right, um, right. But yeah, everything sped up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, definitely. when you when you live out in the country, everything is nice and slow and easy, and I do miss mm-hmm. it, man. I do miss it. Um, uh, yeah. Well, awesome, man. Uh, that's probably the biggest thing. Yeah, no, I totally, totally, man. Um, well, yeah, man, like I said, we'll go ahead and wrap it up with that. Um, Tucker, I cannot thank you enough, man. I thoroughly enjoyed talking with you. Um, I, I, I felt like I uh, really got to know you a lot better tonight, man. I can't thank you enough for that. I appreciate you bringing me on, man. I'm excited for it. Of course, man. Of course. Um, I mentioned to the other guys on the team, so I uh, mentioned to you as well. I'd like to get you guys on maybe sometime uh, over the summer, like after spring practice, mm-hmm. kind of a little closer to the season. Okay. Kind of see how you guys are feeling. I'm sure at that point. Uh, I'll be right there mm-hmm. with you. We'll just be so damn excited to get to football season, you know. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, he used um, to try to bring on a few of us at, at one time. That's that's what I was thinking, man. That's what I was thinking. That's like yeah, maybe that's me, exactly Darren, what I was thinking. Few of the offensive linemen, maybe some like that. Oh, dude, that that would be cool. awesome. I think honestly, I think that would just mm. be hilarious. So yeah, um, mm. we'll we'll definitely we'll definitely get something like that set up. Um, might need your help coordinating that a little bit. Not everybody on the team follows you, the account, so some some of you guys are hard to get in touch with. But uh, mm. but um, but enough of you guys follow it, so we'll be able to get it get it set up. But sounds good, man. Thank you again for coming on, man. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your night and weekend. And God bless, Tucker. I appreciate it, man. All right. Thank you, man. All right, guys. Thank you all again for the continued support of the account and the show overall. I actually recently obtained some contact information for some people within the athletic department at the school. So the interviews with the student athletes and coaches and all that good stuff should start rolling in fast. So be on the lookout for those and some other things I got cooked up for you guys. Until next time, go Panthers.